0: Have you ever thought about how injuries and illnesses affect your ADHD? How does being in physical pain make ADHD more difficult to deal with? Your physical well-being and your ADHD, plus a fascinating squirrel of the week. All that and more right now. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. David. What's up, Dana? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good today. I've been a little tired lately. Because of aches and pains, well, injuries. Some, yeah, a little of both, probably, but not terrible. Not terrible. How about you? I feel great. Oh, good. I'm so glad.
1: Yeah. So well, today we we're talking about physical well-being and ADHD. Okay. Okay. And this one is is something that is so obvious. I hadn't even really thought about it. Okay. So. Physical well-being, we're not talking about it getting exercise. What we're talking about is why feeling good in your body is a key piece of managing your ADHD.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. So what happens to your ability to be focused, to be motivated, proactive, do what you need to do when you have injuries, when your back hurts, your knee hurts, your whatever
0: hurts, when you're sick? It's like something is draining your battery all the time.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Are we going to talk about why having ADHD leads to aches and pains? We can, (laughs) because I other than being a pain in the butt, well, we are that, and we inflict that on others, and at at times. But we're also a joy to be around, and we're we are spontaneous and fun and Mm -hmm. helpful in crazy ways. So you know, take the take the good with the bad, people.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but today we can. So remember to talk about that. Remind me, because I will forget physical pain makes our adhd a lot worse it's true i mean think about it it keeps us from exercising you hurt yourself you can't exercise and what then happens when exercise is one of your ways of managing your adhd
0: oh yeah one of your legs is taken out from underneath you
1: exactly so then adhd just automatically get work gets worse have yes. you thought about any no. of this in this context before
0: no and isn't
1: it so darned obvious
0: well, now that you say it, Dana, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, I, I have thought about headaches because when I have a headache, sometimes I have to remind myself, just go get the ibuprofen and take it. Dang it. Because you're suffering with the headache and you know it's, you know what I mean? So I actually put, it's in my backpack all the time. I have a little container of ibuprofen and it's always around. Not that I use it that often, but that's why. Because, exactly yeah because it's like and David a battery drain yes ma'am.
1: if you have a headache you need to see a sturgeon oh
0: no <laughs> something fishy about that joke Dana <laughs> Does it make you flounder David <laughs> oh you baited me right into that one
1: <laughs> okay let's hook into the conversation yes we here. so <laughs> reel it back pain, <laughs> <in>. <laughs> reel it in so pain can make it harder to sleep right true. I had this going on the other night. My, for some reason, my my hip was bothering me. It wasn't anything bad. I had didn't even know why, but it was bugging me. And I kept waking up. I turn and I lie and I wake up. And so I thought, Dana, what in the heck are you doing? Just get up and take. And there's our friend ibuprofen. Boom, took it away. Went right to sleep. Slept like a baby, and the pain was gone the next morning.
0: You woke up every two hours and cried.
1: <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, David. That's, that's what I
0: always think about when people say yeah, they missed, slept, like know, <laughs> slept,
1: like, slept like a baby. Yeah, like, slept like a baby. Your baby woke up every two hours of grade. Not really. So pain, yeah, no, pain makes it harder to sleep. So we think, oh, I just should, I just ought to suffer through this one. However, sleep, da da da, da is an important part of managing our ADHD.
0: It's brain care 101. Yeah. Yeah. Pain. What a pain.
1: So, so what happens when something hurts can you focus on what you need to do or is your energy just keep getting drained and drained and drained
0: i often can focus it's one of the reasons i actually have a joke about having an iron bladder because once i get into focus mode i will ignore all signals inputs coming from my body and then if i stand up for whatever reason it'll be like oh i got to go pee <laughs> <laughs> for hours, you know what I mean, and probably my body's been sending that signal for hours, and I'm just yeah. ignoring it yeah. so that's, well,
1: what about uh, like an injury what are you are you hurt uh, your back yeah, a few months ago what does that do?
0: Yeah, it's bad that it does it's, it's, hard it's to pay it makes attention. it very hard and it's if you're especially if you're trying to start something, a project or a task that you would often procrastinate about or whatever, it just gives you one really good reason to be like, nope, can't sorry,
1: right so. We're always distracted. We're even more distracted when we hurt.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: We're always a little bit emotionally fragile and sensitive, many of us are. And what does pain do?
0: Mm. Grumpy.
1: makes it more so. yeah.
0: Or maybe sad. yeah, you might be prone to yeah. just weep to drop. Yeah, of hat. exactly yeah, it's you just,
1: true. yeah, or lose your temper or whatever it is. Mm. So we always have a hard time doing some stuff, right? The true. stuff we're supposed to do, if you hurt, it's harder to do that. Yeah, it's true. So this is why boys and girls' pain is the enemy.
0: Okay. I see where we are going with this now. See? Because it interacts so much with our ADHD in so many ways. That's good. I'm glad you're bringing this up. And we up.
1: don't even think about it. You hurt yourself and you think, oh, I'm just going to soldier through or whatever. And you know, oh, wait a second. It really makes everything harder, so what can we do with this? Well, we can realize if we've injured if we're injured or we're ill, whatever, that we need a little bit more kindness and grace for ourselves.
0: no, that's true instead
1: we'll of s- expecting we're just gonna keep pushing through
0: mm-hmm. some compassion selfishness, yeah, yeah, being
1: a little more self compassion there, which is not always some of our um strong points true also. Doing something about it instead of if there's something to do about it instead of just hoping it'll go away.
0: Mm, that gets you see that's now you're meddling again.
1: I know. Yeah, what's what's the thing you say? i
0: You've yeah, left you preaching know. and gone to meddling.
1: I've left preaching, boys and girls, and gone to meddling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yeah. yeah. And supporting the habits that or the, the things in our life that will help us not deal with this kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. they're part of life, aren't they? We can, obviously, we cannot control all of them. However, as I stood back and I was thinking about this, I realized, oh, you know what, Dana, there's some stuff I have done and some stuff I I can have more control over.
0: Yeah, it's true. True. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of the ways I was always injuring myself was when I went to the gym. Oh, Exercise really? is great for ADHD, Right. And I was doing these classes that were too hard for my little frail, not frail, but I'm, it was too, I'm not built for them.
0: You were being ambitious.
1: I was being overly ambitious and expecting this, you know, this thin body that's not that strong to be able to lift all these weights and do all this stuff.
0: How'd that work for you?
1: It didn't. I was always injured. Oh, that's not good. So it was a cycle of I'd be able to work out for a few weeks, and then I'd get injured again, and then I'd have to stop. And then it'd be better, and I'd be able to, do, to work out again, and then i have to stop.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yep.
1: What about you, David? Where do your injuries come
0: from? My, I have a couple of injuries that came from car accidents. We could talk about the role of ADHD in those accidents or not, but that's a whole other conversation. That's
1: a whole different podcast, and I think we've done one.
0: We did. We also, but one of the worst things that I do in hyper-focus mode, and it got worse when I went on ADHD meds, was not moving enough in my work zone. And so I'm talking about flying a desk, being hunched over a computer, and having some posture That is not a good one, but I would do it for hours every day, repetitively. Mm -hmm. And then I would find, what do you know, the shoulder hurts or the neck hurts or whatever. And it, that that's something that I so I did I, I made some some changes I know we'll probably talk about what to do to counteract them but that's one source of injury for me it's not really so much I guess it's an injury it's but it's it's an injury yeah it's a yeah source you're of causing
1: pain. you're you're causing a source of I mean it's it's you're causing a source of pain for your body so what did you do about it
0: well I I started with buying a an adjustable height desk a sit down stand up mm-hmm. desk and then I've experimented with a couple of different seating options and one of them that I love is a stool that has a rounded bottom. So it's like Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down mm-hmm. at the bottom. And it's an adjustable height stool. And so you can sit on it, but then you can, you, and it naturally kind of puts you in different positions during the day. You can lean in different directions. And so it actually created core strength while I was sitting and working.
1: Excellent, because that core strength is very, very important.
0: It is. The problem was it wasn't quite tall enough for my sit-down stand-up desk at the various, at the lowest height, for example. So I went to a drafting chair, which is what I'm sitting in now. And I don't know, jury's still out on whether that's great. My my one thing that I don't do enough, though, is actually hit the switch and let the desk raise up and stand. So I have to remember to do that.
1: Yeah. So that's one of those set an alarm with a label, raise the desk.
0: What a good tip. Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. So, like, my old office chair, it always just killed my back. Mm. And I know I just use a kitchen, a hard wooden kitchen chair with a pillow on it, because this is the thing that seems to make my back fine.
0: I also found with the stool that I mentioned, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Which was great, because it reminded me to stand up. Oh see like the chair if it's too comfortable then i settle into one of those dumb postures yeah. yeah yeah
1: so it's we're talking about awareness and noticing when sometimes it's after the fact oh i hurt what did i do and what do what can i do going forward so this doesn't happen again some of it it like if i sit i have a trick back i mean everybody bodies get injured with age true you know they just do and so if I sit twisted, it will throw my back out, mm-hmm. especially if my core is weak. Yeah. So I have to really be conscious, oh, Dana, you're sitting twisted, straighten out, turn the chair, do something so you're not sitting twisted.
0: Yeah, that's good. I also am considering taking yoga more seriously. Okay. I've done some at different times, something with YouTube, for example, or maybe going to a class here or there, but I'm seriously realizing that there are lots of benefits there that go far beyond mm-hmm. just did I stretch, you know, and 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 help get my body into different positions. It's also, there's a lot more to it. So there's in the meditative side of it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is beautiful.
0: Right. You're kind of a yoga person some too. Yes.
1: I'm not anymore. I was, but guess what? I was injuring myself okay uh, who injures themselves in yoga i do because i am always trying to push it too far
0: too far if other
1: people are around i'm folk i'm focusing on them and not much as much on me mm. so now i do it's an online program called eccentrics and that works really well for me so actually better than yoga because it's movement and it's balance it's all of that stuff and it it's i'm probably in the best shape i've Been
0: in. See, that's where a yin yoga class worked really well for me. They dim the lights. So you're not really able to see very well Mm -hmm. the people around. And then I it really for whatever reason it really helped me draw awareness back to my own body, which I'm so terrible at on the day-to-day. Yeah. I just don't pay attention to my body. Yeah. So that has been helpful. Yeah. I'd like to do more of that.
1: Yeah. So noticing what you can do to avoid, to treat the injuries. When I, before this exercise program I'm doing now, I would, I had a a three month, every three months, I'd have to go to the chiropractor and get my back adjusted. Oh, okay. And so it was, because before I was doing that regular appointment, it was, I would wait till my back got hurt. And then I would wait another few weeks before I would call her thinking it would magically get better. And then it, didn't and then so i was basically an invalid you know for a couple of months Ooh. until she and then she I'd have to go multiple times and she'd fix it now with the eccentrics program my back is never it's hasn't been bad i haven't had to go to the chiropractor for about a year
0: interesting which oh, is beautiful we're gonna yeah. need to link out to that in the show notes dana i'd love it if you okay. drop a link sure in the doc i'll, sure. I'll make sure we put, yeah. put a link in the show notes to that because that okay. sounds interesting
1: yeah Another thing that um it, it it's very interesting. Another thing that I I learned the hard way is I have to stretch and warm up before I start exercising. If I don't, it's I'm asking for it.
0: Yeah, it's true. And
1: even if I'm doing yard work or something like that, I have to warm up and stretch at my advancing age.
0: Well, I'm glad that you've learned that about yourself and you're taking action.
1: Yeah. So what about you, David? I'm, what does your body need? What can you do?
0: I'm returning to the gym. I'm grateful because I have a change in my employment coming up and it's allowing Yay. me the ability to meet my good friend. We've already sat. My, the first day back to, to working remotely is the first day back to the gym. We're going to meet early so in the morning. Glad. I am too, because I've missed yeah. the strength training. I feel mm. my body just the strength just dwindling. Not not yeah. not drastically, but it's just enough for me to go wow. It was so nice for that to go the other direction for you know years and I'm I'm not happy with the direction that it's been going. But we're going back to the gym and we're going to be lifting 3 4 times a week. That will make all the difference for me physically. In so many Excellent. ways. Energy, Excellent. strength, mobility, flexibility. Focus. And I'll and I'm also Starting up some more serious yoga. Yeah, so very
1: good, David. I am very good. We- All right, so that is our obvious, un in an uh, obvious, not obvious. I don't know whatever the correct grammar is. David will correct me. I'm sure it. That's our obvious, not obvious thing that how your body feels impacts your ADHD. If you can't sleep, if you can't exercise, if you can't move around to do what you need to do, you're already just losing ground there to make ADHD worse.
0: It's so true. And and when you don't feel well, you don't feel well. You know, it yeah. makes all the the other things, you know, the anxiety and maybe depression and other comorbid conditions.
1: Coexisting co- Thank conditions, you. David. In Dana Land it's coexisting
0: they conditions. coexist. Well we don't want them to be fueled nope. by our ADHD injuring ourselves <laughs> or not being physically well. The squirrel of the week. <laughs> okay, so this is a shout out to Ryan boren from the Stimpunks Foundation, which is such a great name, Stimpunks. It is a site, well it's a it's a foundation, it's a 501c3 actually, a nonprofit dedicated to neurodivergent types. And uh, it does have a little bit of a focus to some degree on the autism spectrum. But anyway, the, there was a fantastic post and I wanted to share. It It actually originated with a tweet, which I'll mention in just a second. But they have a post called the five neurodivergent love locutions. <laughs> and it was, it was originally the five neurodivergent love languages, but they've, they've updated it, which I thought was so fantastic. But the five, you may have even heard these because these have made their round on social. But there was a tweet, as far as I can tell, it's the original source of this was back in 2021 and it, and here are the five neurodivergent love languages you ready dana mm-hmm. one info dumping okay two parallel play which Aww. is like like being body doubling yeah or 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 even just like being alone together you know like mm-hmm. reading books in the same room with someone or whatever mm-hmm. support swapping which is also referred to beautifully as sharing spoons But isn't that so great? Like I have an ADHD friend who will occasionally just reach out and say, can you check in with me in a week and see if I did the whatever the thing is? Absolutely, I will do that and vice versa. Right. So there's a little Mm -hmm. support swapping there or or body doubling might be another example. That kind of Mm -hmm. body doubling is sort of both parallel play and support swapping. The one that I thought was so funny was called Please Crush My Soul Back Into My Body. (laughs) It's deep pressure. And I think this tends to be a little bit more of an autism spectrum thing where it's just like reconnecting with your body by having someone crush you, not in a harmful way.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And I, I was like, what it, well, that's just a fascinating thing. So I've learned a little bit more about that. And I think that's, again, less of an ADHD thing. But because we're talking about the neurodivergent love languages, maybe they, they don't all apply to all of us, but some of us are on that spectrum. So yep. if you've ever had someone lay on you or crush you physically in a way that would cause you to, you, you know... What
1: about a weighted blanket?
0: A weighted blanket is another example, sure, of of, mm-hmm. of, of the, Absolutely. And then the last one, the fifth one, is... Called penguin peddling, and it's expressed through. I found this cool rock slash button slash leaf slash etc. Whatever, and thought you would like it. So it's just like Aww. a little here. This is and it might be a meme that you send someone or a joke or you know Aww. like it could be a physical object. But I love the term ping, penguin peddling, and if this sounds interesting to you, I'm linking out to the post the the five neurodivergent love locutions on stimpunks.org so you can check it out in more detail it is a fantastic squirrel worth chasing if this is remotely interesting to you and you might be listening to this and thinking yeah actually david that's kind of whatever okay it's not for you but if you're one of the people like me who went, wait what (laughs) then go check this out it's a fantastic post and i thoroughly enjoyed it
1: oh that's great david i really like the info dumping
0: I know, I do too. I'm oh, one of those people, and I and it's yeah. it's so great to meet someone who also info dumps because you can listen to them and absorb all this stuff that you didn't know, and they kind of tend to like it when you do it too, especially if you're not yeah. info dumping about the same thing. Like you've gone and researched something completely different, you know. That's fun. Yeah, thank you. It's time for listener mail. <laughs> this is from Marlena. I am I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Marlena. Uh, they wrote on episode 104, Dana, this is a while back. It was district, Distraction to Action, if you remember that episode. Yeah. This uh, comment said, I'm in awe of your episodes. <laughs> Their structure, well-organized content, very practical approach, and fun. I will spread the word in my ADHD community. Content by ADHD for ADHD is so much more valuable than all those books by professional psychologists or doctors that get stuck in the theory even if they themselves had the squirrel thing. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you, Marlena, Marlena.
1: Thank you, Marlena.
0: What a fantastic comment. And if you, dear listener, have something you want to share with us that's a comment, it doesn't even have to be a nice one like one that Marlena left, you can drop us an email. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com. If you have a squirrel for us, a piece of feedback, something about your own physical well-being, the source of your injury, pain, or what you're doing to help with it, just shoot us a note. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com. Also, just take an audio recording, if you'd like, and attach that to an email. Send it to us, and you never know. We might play your comment on the air. You never know. You never know.
1: Thanks, David. Thanks, Merlina. Thanks for being here, dear listener. We will talk to you next week. Go out and kick yourself some ADHD. (laughs)
0: so what do you think is kick some adhd making a difference in your life if so join the movement help dana and me help more people just share kick some adhd with your people and leave a rating a review in your podcast app it does help us spread the word that living with adhd doesn't have to be so hard